Jacqueline here from the Positive Soul Podcast. So excited for episode 11. Thank you for being here and listening. So I am really excited for this episode for many reasons. Number one, I love the number 11. So I think this is like a good luck omen of the 11th episode. But also more than that, this is an episode that was inspired by a listener of the podcast. She wrote to me, she asked me an amazing question, and here I am today sharing it with you. So today's episode, Beautiful, is all about bad boys and why you find yourself being attracted to unavailable men or men or women who cannot give you what you want. So it's going to be such an interesting episode. I'm going to break down the three main reasons why this happens and how you can actually fix it today. So these three reasons took me years to find out, but now that I know it, I am so happy and thankful that I can give that back to you and I can help you understand if this is something that you are going through right now. So this is going to be interesting. Definitely make sure to grab a cup of coffee as you listen. So bad boys, what are they? You know, what is this that I'm talking about? So you definitely have heard the term bad boys before. Now, this, of course, is a pretty outdated term, but it still applies today. Now, you know, there's many other ways of saying it. Some of it that I can't say right now, but just think, be creative, babe, you know, with the word F maybe in front of it. So there are many different ways to say basically what bad boy means. And this is maybe a relationship with someone who is not exactly looking for a relationship. In other terms, they're a player or they're someone who, you know, can't commit or who cannot give you what you want. So these type of guys and girls are out there everywhere. And what often happens is people, you know, nice girls, nice guys, they find themselves being with people like this. So what in the world is happening? Now, before I even get into this as well, I want to say, a beautiful listener of the podcast messaged me and it was such a good question that I thought that I had to make a podcast episode because she was wondering why you know she was such a nice girl she was doing the right thing why she was always falling for these bad boys or these guys who can't give her what she wanted so um, thankfully for that inspiring question I came up with three reasons why this happens so thank you so much to my wonderful listener who did write that in and always remember babe you can always write me in questions as well at Jacqueline at positive soul.net so three main reasons why this is happening and you might want to get a pen and paper especially if this is you right now number one Usually, whenever you find yourself being attracted to the typical player or the bad boy, there is usually a quality in them that you like that you do not have in yourself. So I know this is a really big statement, but it's very true. So usually when we like others who are players or who are non-committal or who seem that, you know, they're just not that in the same place that we are, there's a quality in them, babe, that is appealing to us. And the reason that it's appealing to us is because we lack it in ourselves so when I was going through that phase I found myself really liking guys who portrayed confidence almost to a point of arrogance 
Now, ironically, I was really shy. I was really quiet girl growing up. I was never the arrogant, confident type. But it was really interesting why I kept liking the same type of guys. And it was almost like a running joke where my friends knew that I would like the same type of guy, someone who was kind of like the jerk, but very confident guy. So after, you know, going through and liking a few of these type of guys, I started to wonder and it really clicked to me one day. The reason why I like these guys was because I did not have confidence in myself. So I was feeling a lack of confidence. And what better way than to get that than go date someone who has those qualities that I want. So I know it's a total, you know, it's a different way of thinking about it, but it's so true. When you date someone who has qualities that you want, in a way you feel like you're also getting those qualities. So me dating a confident guy... I felt confident in his presence. I felt good in his presence. I felt like I had high self-worth. Now, that cannot be further from the truth, right? Because as you know, your self-worth comes from you and no one can give you confidence but yourself. So, of course, there was a reason that those relationships didn't work out, but me being attracted to those guys was nothing more than me wanting confidence for myself. So when I finally did the confidence work a few years later, I was able to get rid of this fascination of these bad boys and these guys who were not treating me right. So it was almost instantaneous, babe, when I did that work and I have my own confidence now to this day, I am not attracted to that type of person. And I know they say never say never, but I am almost 99% sure that I would never find myself with a person like that again. And this isn't to say that, oh, you know, these are bad people. However, they're not the people for me or the type of partners I was looking for. So if you find yourself being attracted to a certain type of guy or girl, you have a type, you have the qualities that you're so attracted to, really ask yourself the question, is this a quality that I am lacking, that I'm trying to get by dating this person? I think you're going to find that a lot of the time that's going to hold true. And the solution to that is, Find that quality within yourself. Cultivate that quality within yourself. So I know for a lot of women, we like to date others who seem confident. So if you were just like me as well, work on your own confidence, work on the way you feel about yourself. And I promise you, you will attract a whole nother type of partner. Number two. So number two, why this bad boy syndrome exists. So when you have limiting beliefs, and once again, this is a lot of this is unconscious, meaning that it's below the surface. You don't recognize this. But when you have limiting beliefs about your worth, about who you are, about your love in general, you know, what is possible for you and love, you tend to attract other partners who are going to treat you in that way. So I said in the future, in the, I'm sorry, in the past episode, you attract your mirror energy and love. And this is where this applies. When you don't feel good about yourself, when you have a limiting belief that is in play, you are attracting in from that low vibe space. So for example, if you feel like everyone is going to reject you, or no one's ever going to commit to you, from that low energetic place, you are attracting in someone who will actually fit that type. And a lot of these bad boys fit that type exactly to a T. 
So how you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about love is always going to mirror back to you and the person you date. So one of the first things I always try to ask, you know, anyone who messages me with this type of concern is, what do you think the limiting belief is? Now, a lot of people have no clue what it is because this is not something we are trained to think about. You know, we don't have a class about limiting beliefs growing up. No one's ever really taught us what it is and how it affects us. However, from personal experience with myself and with thousands of clients, I know for a fact, babe, for a fact that there is a limiting belief at play if you find yourself in this pattern. So if you're liking the same type of guys always, or you're always in the same type of relationships, or you're attracted to the jerks and bad boys, there is a limiting belief that is keeping you there. Because once you elevate and once you release your limiting beliefs, you won't find yourself being attracted to this type of guy. So it's like the earlier, you know, example from number one reason, which is when you do the work for yourself and when you elevate to think differently about yourself, you're not going to find yourself attracting the same type of partner. And that will happen every single time. So also with these bad boys or the type that you have, you know what to expect. So it's very familiar for you. Now with limiting beliefs, as I go over a lot in my new limiting beliefs class, what happens is the ego, the mind looks for familiarness. So when something is familiar and a negative thought can be very familiar, especially if you've thought it for a long time, when something is familiar, you know exactly how to handle it. So you know exactly how to handle this type of partner handle, sorry. (laughs) You know exactly how to handle these type of relationships. There's really no fear in getting hurt or rejected. Even though, yes, this guy might break break your heart or you may find yourself in yet again another bad relationship, there is no real fear, babe, because you know what to expect. So back when I liked these type of guys, I knew what to expect, you know, even though I might not have thought it out loud, I knew that these were not the type of guys who were right for me. Of course, you know, it's not like I dated these people on purpose. This was all happening on a subconscious level. However, looking back now, I can see how I almost knew that these relationships were not going to work out. So it's a comfort zone dating the same type of partner, and it's a way for you not to get hurt. Dating someone who's actually a good partner for you, who's actually available, who's going to treat you right, is a lot scarier than dating the same type of partner who you already know how it's going to be. And this is only true if you're still, you know, in the same patterns and if you're still not doing that self-work. So what happens, babe, is that if you don't release these limiting beliefs or if you don't get confident you are going to constantly repeat these same cycles and dating someone who treats you right is going to be very scary for you. And that's why a lot of women or men, they go back to partners who weren't necessarily good for them. It's because when you don't do that inner work, when you don't get yourself right, you are going to attract in the same type of partner because it's in your comfort zone. So comfort zone is so much what happens in love. We often date the same type of partners. We go back to exes. We deal with the same type of, you know, situations because it's our comfort. 
Now, just because it's our comfort zone does not mean that it's right for us. In actuality, your comfort zone can be very dangerous. When you stay in your comfort zone, you're not expanding to the next level. So if you're sick and tired of what's happening in love right now, really get real with yourself and ask yourself, are you in your comfort zone? And I can almost guarantee you that you are. So to get out of your comfort zone, it's about doing the inner work, releasing the limiting beliefs, building your self-esteem up, having that self-worth and confidence. And once you do that, you'll be open to dating someone who's going to treat you right. So remember, you will always sabotage or not be open to someone available when you are still thinking the same way about yourself that you have been. So if you want something different, babe, you need to get to a different level of awareness and you need to do that inner work that's going to let you get to that level of partner. Now, number three, and hopefully this is making a lot of sense for you, focusing on the bad boy or focusing on the guy who doesn't treat you right in a way is how you do not focus on yourself. So this relates to point number two in a different way. When we tend to date partners who are not good for us, we are avoiding an issue in us. Now this happens because it is much easier to focus on what your partner isn't doing right than to focus on yourself and do the inner work. So I know when I was back in my bad relationship, I would focus on what he was doing every single day that I lost touch with myself. I wouldn't focus on myself. I wouldn't think about how I was, you know, impacting this or how my confidence was, how I felt about myself. Due to me dating that type of guy, I was so focused on him. It was like a defense mechanism. So by focusing on him so much, I wasn't focusing on myself. So once again, it's a form of avoidance, babe. When you're dating someone who's taking up all of your time and energy, you lose touch with yourself. This is a defense mechanism for many people. It's really scary to do the inner work. You know, it's not something that is so easy, especially in love where you need to uncover maybe years and decades of limiting beliefs. Maybe you need to uncover so many heartbreaks or relationships that you saw, such as your parents or others in your life. So it's really tough work. And a lot of people run away from it. They want to avoid it because they think that's the way to get over it. So what they do is they date a partner who not who necessarily is not good for them, but who takes the focus off of themselves. So they're avoiding, they're using the partner as a defense mechanism. And in a way, it's keeping them further away from themselves, which helps them feel better. So if you're constantly obsessing over what someone is doing, you don't have enough time to think about yourself, right? To look in the mirror. And many people, what I've learned in this work too, is many people are scared to look within. They are scared to do the inner work because they feel like it's going to be really difficult or it's going to be really hard. Now, I don't want that to be you beautiful because even though the inner work is difficult and it can take up a lot of energy and emotions, it is so worth it if you want to get to the next level. Love transformation happens when you decide that you're going to do something different. I posted something to on my Instagram today that talks about how problems in love are problems in your energy and in the way you think. So energy and mindset, that's all it really is. And you have the power to change that. 
If you want to stop attracting these jerks, if you want to actually attract in someone who treats you right, you need to get to that level where you can attract in that person. So you're never going to attract in that person from where you are right now. It's never going to happen. You're always attracting in your mirror. So if you want better, you need to get better. You need to elevate. You need to do the inner work. You need to clear up the resistance. Now, how do you do the inner work? So first up is awareness, which you have if you're at this point, you're listening and this is relating to you, then you have some awareness of how this is impacting your life and how you're in the same patterns. Now, after the awareness, babe, comes the more difficult part. And this is why love courses and love books exist. The reason these courses and material exists is because love is such a loaded subject. There's so much resistance that it often requires someone helping you get over it. I did this with the help of someone else as well. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's just that love is so loaded. I mean, we're talking about decades of stuff you might have, decades of thoughts and resistance and negative feelings. So, you know, having someone help you see yourself and understand newer ways of thinking is really going to be beneficial in love. I always say this, you know, we invest so much money and time in all other aspects of our life. But why not love? Love actually, when you have love right, your whole life flows. And ironically, most people are looking for love or they're going through heartbreak or difficulties. It's a human need to have love and connection. But why are we so embarrassed to talk about love? You know, that's a big question that I see many people always ask and it's taboo to talk about love, but I want to totally erase that because I don't think it's taboo. I actually think it's very smart to focus in on your love life and to realize that you have the power to change it. So if you want to know how to change it, my first recommendation to you is to get clear about your limiting beliefs and to really work on releasing and reframing it. A lot of the steps and the um, tools I went over right now are due to limiting beliefs. So for that reason, ironically, how the universe works, I do have a limiting beliefs class that I will put in the show notes. But that is one way and a really good way at getting rid of the limiting beliefs. And it doesn't have to be so complicated. I take you through it. It's about an hour and 10 minute class with a bunch of worksheets. So click the show notes if you want to view it. Now, the, fir- the other way of going, you know, above and beyond is to go on a more, you know, transformative program or a way of thinking. And you can do that through one-on-one coaching. You can do that through other books and you can do that through courses. So what I found in my practice was that while coaching is so amazing and I love doing it and while I love writing, a lot of the time some people can't afford coaching the amount of sessions it takes, or in a book, it's not enough, you know, detail, it's not enough explanation. So that's why I love courses. And that's why I created a love course called Love Mastery. And that takes you in five classes. And each class is about an hour, hour and a half. It takes you through all of the mindset, energetic, all of those shifts required to manifest love. So I'll also put that in the show notes, but that is a more inclusive, transformative program if you are really willing to make a change and to curb this habit. So either way, beautiful, you cannot go wrong because when you're ready, you'll take the next step. So you may be really ready right now, or you may not be ready at all. Whatever it is, you'll know when the time is right. 
You may also be in the medium where you're interested, but not fully. So I fully understand that when you're ready, you know, the teacher will appear and the materials will appear, but just know that they are out there for you. And just know that this bad boy habit does not have to be you know, the story of your life anymore. So I love you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Leave me a review or comment if you would so love to about what you thought. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the Positive Soul Podcast. Love you. Have a wonderful day.